Working to Academy Radio. This year we were nominated for Secondary School Station of the Year for the second year running. We sadly didn't win the award, but we were lucky enough to be part of the live awards ceremony on YouTube featuring the biggest names in the radio. One of these being the amazing Greg James from BBC Radio 1. We have been lucky enough to ask Greg some questions. Hi Greg, thanks for joining us today. Hello, thank you very much for inviting me. I'm jealous that you've got a radio station at your school. I wish I had one. We barely had classrooms. We all love being a part of our school radio team. What advice would you have for anyone wanting to start in radio? My advice would be to just enjoy it, firstly, and most importantly, make sure you're enjoying what you're creating and have an enjoyable time because the chances are if you're enjoying it and you're finding it interesting and exciting, the listeners to it will find it interesting and exciting. But also, don't be afraid of being passionate about something and following through with that passion. Don't be scared of being called a nerd for knowing stuff about radio. I remember feeling quite embarrassed to tell my friends that I was going off and doing hospital radio so try and learn from my mistake and actually just embrace it and um, there's nothing wrong with being nerdy and knowledgeable about something that you're really passionate about. How do you cope with your early starts? We sometimes struggle to move for our school and your day starts much earlier than ours. I'm not gonna lie it's tricky I don't like getting up early in fact I don't like going to bed early so really this is sort of the worst job possible for me but I have about five minutes in the morning where I have a good word with myself and just go come on this is your dream job and it's an amazing job and the people you're about to broadcast to have been up for far longer and a lot of them will do jobs that they maybe don't want to go to and I've got stressful lives so I just sort of count myself lucky that I get to just roll into work and do a really fun show that often cheers me up so for anyone who struggles getting up for school, <laughs> uh, there's no trick to that. you just got to force yourself sometimes. What's the strangest thing that happened to you during lockdown? The strangest thing that's happened to me during lockdown? Hmm. <laughs> I've become a really good cook. I know that sounds boastful, but I couldn't really cook before and I've really made an effort to just get better at it because I found it really enjoyable. And... I'm actually feeling like I might launch myself as a new celebrity chef. So, maybe that. Um, what else? I've eaten a lot of cheese, but that's not that strange. Oh yeah, also, Craig David sent me a chocolate bar, which I thought was nice of him. Yeah, he asked for my address and then just sent a big bar of dairy milk round. He's a nice man like that. I still don't understand why. Can you tell us something that's made your lockdown life easier? Something that made my lockdown life easier? Well, the aforementioned cheese, certainly. My dog, Barney. Oh, dogs are the best, aren't they? They have no idea what's going on in the world. They have no idea about Brexit, nothing about politics. They don't even know who Donald Trump is. They have no idea what the pandemic is. Just having a nice time. Barney's having the best pandemic ever because I'm just around the whole time. So, and he loves me and I love him. So that's... That certainly made my life easier. And also, it really helps my mental health by just going for a walk with him. And you forget about everything. And if you're just throwing a ball for a dog, there's nothing more simple and joyful in life. Lockdown has forced us all to live life in a totally different way, which has been stressful. We're learning online, completing virtual lessons, and not seeing as much of our friends. It's tough for all of us. 
So how do you manage your mental health during this difficult time? Well, that leads nicely on, Carmen, yeah, from what I was saying. I've been spending time with Barney, so I've been walking a lot and uh, just been sitting and taking taking a bit of time out and trying to limit how much social media I'm looking at, how much news I'm consuming. And also I just use the time to try different stuff out and listen to new things and read books that I wouldn't normally read. And particularly in the light of the protests around Black Lives Matter, I've dug out some books that I've been meaning to read for a while. So to try and get up to speed with lots of the issues that were being discussed. So that's a really good, it's a good opportunity to sort of look after your brain and also try and make it expand a little bit because we're not having to run around so much or we can't see our friends as often and we can't do that kind of like day trips or like go out to the park or whatever. So I've, I've really been uh, just having a bit of me time, which has been good. Having a lot of baths as well. That really chills me out. There's a lot of discussion aimed at teenagers about well-being and self-care, but what does this mean to you? Yeah, Eldon, good question. Sort of self-care is just, as I said, you know, giving yourself a break <laughs> and not being too hard on yourself. And also, I said, you know, go and read a book or, you know, do something that you wouldn't normally do. But actually, there's a lot to be said for just doing nothing sometimes and just sitting and just going for a walk and not having to do anything, maybe emptying your brain. And um, that's what I like to do. And also just catching up with people, making sure I stay connected. And I've found that I like calling people again, whereas maybe a year ago I would just text people and be like, how you doing? But now I can just have a nice chat with someone for half an hour. And that tends to make me feel a bit better. What's the best thing about your job? Best thing about my job is that I get to mess around with the listeners. And they are just up for a laugh every single day. And they try and make me laugh. I try and make them laugh. And it just feels like a big group of like-minded idiots who just like silly things so that really and introducing people to their favorite new artist perhaps that's a really satisfying part of my job we are putting the pressure on here what's been in your opinion the best song of 2020 so far okay josh big question big question from josh best song of 2020 for me is by a singer called Arlo Parks and the song is called Black Dog and she has got an incredible voice she's a brilliant lyricist some of her poetry is well worth a little a little look out for and this song she's only 19 and this song is about her friend's struggle with mental illness and how and her perspective on it and I just think it's incredible so yeah Black Dog by Arlo Parks best song of 2020 why do you think music and radio is such an important part of everyday life yeah radio is a friend really it's like a companion and you can rely on it and people have relied on it more than ever during lockdown because it's part of a routine and in an attempt to feel normal and connected to everything you want something you know that that you know and that's sort of comforting so radio is has always been really important to my everyday life and you're sort of checking in even if it's not every day you're checking in with your favorite presenters of being like oh see what they're up to oh okay everything feels okay again and it was really important that radio one kept going because it does provide that sense of stability for people because they're like oh okay even though there's a pandemic Grimmy's still on or I can still listen to Greg in the morning or whatever so that's why it's always it's always been um, important to me so I think during a pandemic its powers are magnified and similarly yeah music plays obviously a huge role in in a show so just playing the right song at the right time can really change someone's day so we think about it all very carefully what was your favorite subject in school and why Hmm, my favourite subject at school, difficult one. Certainly not science, certainly not maths. I was definitely more Englishy and more humanities, so it would 
probably be English. Close second, history. And in bronze position, geography. I loved English because I like messing around with words and writing funny things and saying stupid jokes. And I like puns and I like wordplay and I like showing off, really. And you could read out loud in class and show off. Although I actually wasn't that confident to do that until I maybe got into the sixth form. I was always terrified up until then that I was going to say the wrong word or whatever. But when you get over the fact that everyone makes mistakes, it's kind of fine. Our English teacher, Miss Savage, is a huge fan and is leaving to have another baby in September. Can you wish her good luck? Oh, Miss Savage. I've heard all about Miss Savage. Yeah, thanks, Carmen, for the tip-off. Well, I'm a huge fan of hers. And um, I'm actually gutted that she's uh, having a baby with another man. It's a real shame. But, yeah, I'd love to wish her some good luck for the future. And hopefully we'll meet one day. And not, not in a, you know, not in that weird way. Just, you know, in a, in a friendly way. This is becoming appropriate for a school radio station. But Miss Savage, I love you. It's been brilliant to chat with you, Greg. Thanks so much for taking the time to speak to us. Hopefully we will get to meet you at the Young Audio Awards next year if we get nominated again. Well, it's been brilliant chatting to you as well. Thank you for all your questions. And when all this madness is over, I'd love to come and visit your radio station and we can have a proper face-to-face interview. And uh, good luck at the Young Audio Awards next year. And hopefully you win. This is Greg James from Radio 1. You are listening to Workington Academy Radio.